Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning. It's just Janelle in with you uh, all week long. Both Stu and Angie will be off. And I know I said that Stu would be back today. Um, he's not going to. It's, don't worry. He's not sick. There's nothing going on. He just uh, texted me yesterday and he said, yeah, I'm not coming in. <laughs> So I guess he just decided that instead of uh, taking a couple of days off this week, he wanted to take the entire week off, which is uh, all good and fine because, uh, you know, we're kind of starting to ramp back into school. Yeah, today actually is the first day. uh, A large wave of students heading back to school today. First day of class for kids in Ottawa's French public and French Catholic school boards. So that means that you're going to be seeing a bunch of yellow buses on the road, school zone roads now back in effect, and police are asking drivers to be mindful of pedestrians as you're going to be seeing a lot more people out there. It's always such a such a big change. You really you really do feel it and it hits not only with, you know, uh, primary and high school students going back to school, but also when the college students roll back in. I mean, because I live in the byword market, you really notice when uh, university and uh, all the students come back into town. But, you know, speaking of those buses, maybe there'll be a little, uh, there won't be as many as you expect on the roads because, well, um, yeah, they don't have enough drivers. This has been an issue um, all summer long. We have been looking for more school bus drivers so if this is something that you think you want to do you have time in your schedule for this definitely sign up because the english language students uh, return one week from today and the ottawa student transportation authority has already canceled 33 trips on 20 routes for the first day of school and this is only due to a driver shortage so if at all you're able to help out with that, um, sign up to be a school bus driver. Angie's dad seems to love it. He loves it. He's done it for a couple of years now, and, and he, he just can't get enough of it. <laughs> so happy first day back to school for some students. Um, for the rest of you, countdown's on just a week away. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, I know said that Stu would be here today to deliver his fact to you himself, but he has decided to uh, take the rest of the week off vacation. Don't worry. He's not sick. There's nothing wrong going on. He just said, no, what? Uh, I'm going to take a few more vacation days. He texted me yesterday late afternoon and said that. So he is still sent in a useless fact for you, though, because he knows that you uh, patiently await this each and every morning. So continue to send your scores in. You can text those in at 10-0-30 with your handle. So he knows if you liked his fact or not today. So here is his useless fact. Riding a roller coaster can help you pass a kidney stone. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't know a whole lot about kidney stones. I know my grandmother had them when she was uh, older, had to have them removed. But the fact that something can pass, you know, just on its own that she actually had to like go under the knife for seems crazy. I mean, I know people pass kidney stones all the time, but what happens on a roller coaster that makes you um, able to do that? Sounds like the most excruciating ride ever. I wonder if it needs to have like, you know, like a super high drop. Does it need to have like a loop-de-loop? Do you need to go backwards? Like, 
better if it really matters what happens on the roller coaster that would help you uh, do that. So if you ever find yourself with one and you don't want to, you know, go to the doctor, I suppose just hop on a, a roller coaster and, and maybe that'll help you out. <laughs> so texting your scores at 10 Let's do know how he did as um, he will be checking the scores. We know he will. He always does when he's off. Uh, we have got uh, That's a Pretty Cool from Kitty Ma, a 10 out of 10. 9.5 out of 10. Have a good vacation, Stu. Hall of Famer, Dunk Trap, Dump Truck Mike. So, yeah, that's the thing. If you are new to this, uh, everyone kind of gives themselves their funky own little handle when you text in your score at 10 0 um, Stu requires that. He says, otherwise, we will not read your score. <laughs> so um, let him know how you did. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. That adds up to the fear of riding them all together. We score that a 10. Hall of Famer Boss Traveler. That is a painful ride. However, it would be interesting to try giving Stu a 9 this morning. Okay, so good info. Good info. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the Stanley Cup will be visiting Petawawa in Ottawa this week. Colorado Avalanche skating coach and uh, Petawawa native Sean Allard is getting his day with the Cup today, actually. So he's a former professional hockey player and the founder of Perfect Skating, which is an elite hockey skills and skating business with locations in Ottawa and the Valley. And the public's going to get that first glimpse of the Stanley Cup during a military escort at 5.45 p.m. from CL. FB Petawawa to the Petawawa Civic Center tonight. And then there will be a community cup party at the Civic Center where about 1,200 ticket holders will be able to see the cup. Now, tomorrow, a Skate with the Cup event will be held at the Bell Sensplex in Ottawa. So the uh, skate time reservations must be made in advance with the proceeds from the event going to the Ottawa Heart Institute. Those are some hot tickets to get if you are lucky enough to uh, get that close to the Stanley Cup. Definitely snap a photo because I want to see. <laughs> now, yesterday, uh, big news that Taylor Swift has released a new album. Um, she made that announcement while accepting the award for video of the year at the uh, MTV VMAs. And uh, that's when she said, you know what? Uh, I've got a new album. It'll be out October 21st. But we kind of had to wait for some more details. Well, she's released those details, and the album will be called Midnights. It's going to feature 13 brand new songs, and uh, what she says uh, are the stories of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout my life. And um, they'll be out October 21st. Meet me at midnight, she captioned her post on Instagram. So kind of interesting because I've been wondering, how has Taylor Swift been writing all of this music? Turns out she's just like up in the middle of the night and being her most creative self, which always seems to be the case, right? You just get you laid down for bed. You've done everything. And then, oh, you remember something and you have to get out of bed and do something. At least that's the way it works with me. It's usually where I do my best thinking in my bed. So it makes sense that that is how she wrote her new album. Looking forward to that October the 21st. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, many people spend at least a year planning one of the biggest days of their life. They spend tens of thousands of dollars on it. But do you have any regrets? 
from your wedding day. Maybe something in hindsight, you look back and you're like, yeah, I would have changed that. I would have done that differently. Because um, somebody believes that we are going to regret something on our wedding day. So my uh, fiance, Adam, is just like the colorfulest guy I've ever known. He loves bright colors. You take a look at his wardrobe and he has just got every color of the rainbow in there. He's got purple and yellow and pink shorts. He's got green and like purple pants. And I love it. I, I That's something that I love about him that he is so fun with his fashion. So I was not surprised when he told me that he didn't want to wear a traditional suit to the wedding. He didn't want to wear, you know, the black or the navy or gray or something very, you know, not colorful. And when he told me that he wanted to wear a colorful suit, I said, yeah, of course. Like, I, do, I don't see you in anything else. And so at the moment, uh, you know, it's difficult because we have to tr- try and figure out where we can find a colorful suit. Though they, they are not as easy to come by. And lots of grooms typically will, uh, you know, rent their outfits. You absolutely can't rent a colorful uh, suit, at least to my knowledge and the research that I've done. But he would like to wear probably like a pink or like a pastel orange suit based on the uh, research we've done and a few photos I've shown him, he's loved the idea of doing that. Well, my nieces were, I guess, sharing this information with their Nana and their Nana said, oh no, no, he can't wear a colorful suit. He is 100% going to regret wearing a bright, colorful suit on his wedding day. And props to my nieces for saying, nah, Nana, you don't know him. He, he's, he's not going to regret wearing a colorful suit. We, we know he's going to love it. But I just thought that was kind of interesting because I know, I mean, in hindsight, there's probably lots of things that people would do differently or change. And I'm curious about those things because are we going to change our mind on him wearing a colorful suit? No, no, absolutely not. He's going to wear whatever he wants to wear. It is his day too. But... Maybe there are some regrets you have from your wedding day that might be some good tips on things for us to not do while we are in our planning stage and getting ready for June of next year for our our big day. So what's something that maybe you regretted about your wedding? Maybe something that you would just kind of change about your wedding day, Uh, the planning, the attire, the location. I mean, there's lots of things that you might have wished you'd done differently. Give me a call, 750-1100, or text it in at 10-0-30. Well, it's very clear what the number one regret for weddings is, thanks to all of your answers coming in. We'll get to that in just a few moments. But um, some really good tips here. I I really appreciate all of the brutal honesty about the things that you would have done differently on your wedding. And, you know, maybe you'll agree with some of these answers that were messaged in on our Facebook page. Um, Roselle says that I wish I had a day of coordinator. And, you know, I thought that I would be totally fine because I'm actually an events coordinator Yeah, I wouldn't even think about getting one. And honestly, I've been trying to think, like, do I really need one or can I just get it done? This might be changing my mind. She says the day of it rained, so they had to do a lot of last-minute logistic changes. was super stressful and um, would just have somebody else deal with it that day. And also says that they would hire a videographer or, you know, film various parts of the day. And a number of you have actually messaged in about that. So that makes me feel so good about convincing Adam 
that we needed to get a videographer. It was an expense that he didn't necessarily really want to afford. We squeezed it into the budget. And um, I really do think that it is going to be a beautiful part of the day other than just the photos as a great memory. Um, Tracy says that she wished she didn't wear heels when she got her dress altered because everyone says, oh, you got to wear heels. So she went out, she bought her heels. But she doesn't wear heels. So she says before the pictures even like started, she changed out of her fancy heels and into some nice fancy slip on running shoes. And then, of course, her dress was too long for all the photos. So she says, it's just, you know, wear something comfortable that you want to be wearing the entire day. Good tip, because I know as a guest at a wedding, I'm the girl dancing barefoot on the the dance floor. Um, We had a couple of people message in about, uh, you know, really getting some good quality entertainment for the night. Julie in particular says that she would change the DJ. She said it just didn't, you know, it just did not live up to our expectations. And, you know, as a note to that, uh, we had a text in at 10030 about somebody who actually got an old co-worker of theirs who insisted on playing the role of DJ to be the DJ. And here's how poorly that went. (laughs) Maybe next time. Maybe you should just not hire friends and family for wedding events, I think, because uh, they say they should have went with an actual DJ. The first dance was fine. But then when it was time for the father-daughter dance, he couldn't get the song to play and it just kept restarting. And it wasn't just like once or twice. The song restarted about 10 times. So his wife and father-in-law just kind of standing there awkwardly on the dance floor waiting for the right song to start. I mean, like that's that's not fun. And in the end, it was the best man who saved the day. He pulled the song up on his phone and held the mic up to the phone. So that the song would play over the speakers. Like, that just sounds awful. Awful. Um, Yeah. So thank you for all of your tips. But I would say that um, the number one uh, regret for a wedding day that many of you have uh, messaged in about, um, the first wedding was with the wrong groom. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Britney Spears' mom has responded to her 22-minute audio clip that she released on YouTube um, on Sunday. In the um, clip, she says a woman introduced the idea to her dad about her whole conservatorship and her mom helped him follow through with it and made it all happen, saying it was all set up. There were no drugs or alcohol in her system, just uh, purely abuse. And she says that her conservatorship, she um, alleged that her hospitalization in 2008 was actually premeditated. So shortly after she posted that audio clip, it was deleted. You can't get to it now, but her mom definitely saw it. And she has responded saying this, Brittany, your whole life, I've tried my best to support your dreams and wishes. And also, I've tried my best to help you out of hardships. I have never and will never turn my back on you. She um, also mentioned that, you know, she's felt rejected by her daughter for the countless times that she's flown out. She's made calls. She just feels helpless. She doesn't know what to do at this point. She said, I love you so much, but this talk is for you and me only, eye to eye in private. It's it's heartbreaking to see this family go through this so publicly. And, you know, I don't 
want to say that I side with her mom because it's it's hard to even know what happened. But I do think her mom brings up a good point. A lot of this should be happening behind closed doors, eye to eye, you know, in person to person and just with her family instead of publicly. But we'll see how all of this um, shakes down. Another uh, family feud that has kind of happened publicly is uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and their departure from the royal family. Well, she's opened up in a recent interview just to talk about, you know, what life was like as a royal, first stating, you know, that it was a huge adjustment just to, you know, have no control over her public image when she first got together with Harry. And this is crazy. But you know how the royal family releases those, you know, their photos of their children. She said that there's a structure that you have to follow if you want to release a single photo of your child. As a member of the royal family, you have to first give them to the royal rota which she basically says is the uh, uk media pool which includes many tabloids you have to give your photo to the tabloids before you can even release it personally to like people that you love and like family members that you know and love so what does she have to say about them leaving? Well, she basically says that um, they kind of had to because by simply existing, they were just upsetting the dynamic of the hierarchy. So they thought, okay, fine, we're happy to leave, to get out of here. And despite their request to be taken off of the taxpayer dime, which they've gotten a lot of scrutiny over, apparently for whatever reason they were not allowed to do that, that request was denied, even though other families have done that exact thing. And as it comes to uh, forgiveness for the family and mending, uh, Meghan Markle says, I think forgiveness is really important. It takes a lot more energy to not forgive, but it takes a lot of effort to forgive I've really made an active effort. Sounds like she thinks it's very one-sided. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right. Well, Sue and Andy are off this week, so I'll be playing for both contestants on Word Wars. And Charlene and Victoria will battle it out today. Charlene made it through first. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. All right. Happy <laughs> All right, Charlene. Well, many kids are heading back to school for the first day today. Our categories are fitting back to school or at school. Um, let's go with at school. Okay, you ready? Sure. Here we go in three, two, one. When you leave the school and you go outside and you play for Recess? Yes. Um, you would put all of your books and things in this and Snapchat, backpack? No, at school, like it, it's okay. it's in the hallway to keep all of your Locker. things. Yes. Uh, you sit at this? Desk. Yep. Yeah, uh, you would type up things. You'd work on a... Report? Uh, Homework? No, but the, the, the device that you're on is a... Computer? Yes. And uh, the person who's like in charge of the whole school? Principal. Yes. And you go there and you play with your... Friends. Uh... Yes, you're right, but it was after the buzzer. <laughs> really good, though. We got five, so I think that's a pretty good score. We're going to hang on the line, Charlene, and see how that holds up. Okay, so good morning to Victoria. Good morning. How are you? Good and yourself? Good. Okay, so our category is back to school, okay. and we have to beat five for a win, okay? Okay. 
Here we go in three, two, one. You're packing this so your kids can take your food to a lunch? Yes. Um, just what you wear, a shirt, a pants. Uniform? Um, but what's this like a, yes. <laughs> um, you have to follow this. So like you're going to have your first class at 10 and the next one. Uh, but another word for that? schedule uh yes yes and uh, the kids ride the yellow what to school what? yes um y- this ring so they know that school starts yes um that you in one two ah uh, dang it <laughs> uh okay so i think we have a tie we do uh, i'm gonna get you to hang on the line and i'll have to go to a dice roll of course there's a tie when i'm the only one here and i'm the only one playing <laughs> All right, so we're going to go for uh, a low dice roll for the win. And first for Charlene, a 13. And for Victoria, a 1. Doesn't get any lower than that. <laughs> Man, Congratulations, Charlene. Oh, Victoria, my bad. Congratulations, Victoria. Thank you. <laughs> a little confused. There's a lot going on in here when I'm just That's by myself. Okay. <laughs> no so congratulations. You have got yourself a $50 gift card to Magic Cuts. And we are going to enter you in for our um, uh, grand prize draw, which is free haircuts for a year valued at 300 bucks. That's awesome. Thank you. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Have you noticed a rodent problem in your neighborhood? Well, if you live in the Ottawa East End, chances are you have. Um, They just released uh, some information about the place that has the most complaints about rats. And um, for about, you know, midway through the year... We have a lot of complaints about rats, it seems. So far, just over 730 complaints this year. And um, that is up a lot from last year at this time. So where is the place that uh, has the most issues with this? They say the East End, and in particular, Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over a hundred complaints already, and last year there was only one hundred and fifty for the or one hundred and fifteen for the entire year. So they are well over the um, you know the issue that was happening last year, and it seems as though rats are alive and well in Orleans. And of course, we know what kind of causes these issues. We're talking about um, you know the garbage and the way things are disposed. They're living in the sewers. And what do you do? What do you do to uh, get rid of them? I think that's a good question because I think the city is still trying to figure that out as well. So, you know, Stu and Angie off today, I thought he thought, you know, Stu would think that this is comical. Of course, out in Orleans, they have a rat problem. Well, um, just let me tell you this, that Barhaven, not far behind. Actually, the fourth most likely place that you're going to find some rats due to the complaints that have come in this year so far. Um, So if you're living in those areas, I guess just just be prepared for that. (laughs) I don't really have any advice, but apparently Orleans is the worst place in the uh, city for rats. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? 
Well, Stanley Cup will be coming to Eastern Ontario this week. In fact, tonight is when you might be able to catch your first glimpse of it during the public escort from around 5.45 p.m. from CFB Petawawa to Petawawa Civic Center. So the Colorado Avalanche skating coach and Petawawa native Sean Allard gets his uh, chance with the Cup for a couple of days. So uh, Tuesday night, tonight, they will be doing a uh, Community Cup party at the Civic Center where 1,200 ticket holders will be able to see the cup. But then tomorrow, a Skate with the Cup event will be held at the Bell Sensplex in Ottawa. And skate time reservations must be made in advance with proceeds from the event going to the Ottawa Heart Institute. Now, Netflix, uh, what do you pay for it now? Would you be willing to pay uh, less if that meant commercials? I mean, that's the beauty of these streaming services, right? We don't have to watch commercials or sit through commercials. Well, Netflix's new ad-supported tier is expected to start this fall. We heard about it. Um, the report is now suggesting that their commercials, um, the service with the commercials will be between 7 and $9. So kind of, you know, like a, a decent savings from their current monthly fee, which is, you know, getting up there as they continue to add a dollar here and add a dollar there. They do say that the new subscription ad service will have about four minutes of commercials per hour. Are you willing to pay, um, you know, are you willing to sacrifice that to get a cheaper bill? And uh, Serena Williams hit the court in style last night. Uh, Of course, as we know, this is her final U.S. Open. To U.S. Open champion. What a journey it's been for Serena and the entire Williams family. What's there to say? The years went by in a blink. 98 feels like yesterday. You've given us so much. All we can do is thank you. And that's, of course, Oprah. You can check out that full video that she released on her Instagram page. A couple of other ads coming out um, about Serena as she wraps up her tennis career, uh, including one that was released from Gatorade, Beyonce voicing that one. But, you know, this is a big moment for her. She's been with us for so many years, and she's just truly an incredible athlete. So Serena has announced, of course, that she is evolving away from tennis after this Grand Slam event. And uh, for that, she came out looking real good. She had like a diamond-encrusted outfit, shoes, um, an outfit that she actually designed on her own. And uh, it's a six-layer skirt that was paying homage to the number of U.S. Open championships that she's won. And those custom diamond-encrusted shoes had about 400 hand-placed diamonds on them. And uh, she came out in style, and she went out in style yesterday. She won her uh, first-round match against uh, Danica Kovinik, uh, and uh, she won that in three straight sets. So we'll see if she can get herself another Grand Slam. And that's what's trending. It's brought to you by uh, DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Ask yourself this question. Would you jump out of a plane at the age of 93 years old? 
<laughs> that was the reality for Nova Scotia senior Betty Cochran, who loved heights as a young girl. But last year or last week, she uh, took the jump and she jumped out of a plane and went skydiving. She said, you know, I've jumped off of a lot of roofs when I was growing up. And when you get older, a lot of people think you should go sit on a chair, rock back and forth. And, you know, they don't realize that you really do need to keep moving and stay active. So she expressed her desire to skydive to her daughter, Barbara, who then contacted We Are Young, which is a nonprofit organization that grants wishes to design serving seniors and you know thought you know i'll reach out and i'll see what happens not really sure if anything will come of this and after she checked with her mom and she said you know you really you really want to do this before i send my note in and she said yeah i really really want to jump out of a plane so um three generations of the cochran's joined the atlantic school of skydiving airfield to watch betty make her big leap and um her granddaughter was like i'll be on the ground you go up there grandma (laughs) you get it done (laughs) so before the flight betty said that there you know there's not a whole lot uh that she was afraid of except um making sure that her teeth stayed in her mouth she said (laughs) she brought a piece of tape to put across her mouth so that it wouldn't open up (laughs) oh my gosh i love this story i love betty and um, she suited up, booted up, and it wasn't long before she was ready to do her free fall. And she said it was just absolutely um, an incredible ride. 15 minutes up in the plane, Betty's family cheered as she jumped and she, you know, landed safely on the ground. And it was a fun activity that she says um, she was happy to cross off of her bucket list. And one piece of advice that she says, life is short. And if you find that there is something you want to do, you should make an effort to do it no matter how many people look at you and think that you're crazy. I love that. Betty at 93 years old, making dreams come true, all thanks to um, the We Are Young nonprofit organization who helped Betty jump out of a plane. So cool. That's all the feels on Move 100.